Off the ball. Cheering on the girls in green. I followed the Irish women since 1983. 82,000 people, that's going to be something else. There'll be a hell of a lot of Irish in that, and it'll be a hell of a game as well. Love off the ball, we really do love off the ball. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. What a moment for the Republic of Ireland. Off the ball. Supporting the girls in green. Down under this summer. It has been a fight, a fight every step of the way for so many Irish women over the last half a century when it came to Irish football. I'm honestly speechless. I mean, we're going to a World Cup. It's what dreams are made of. Counting down to more moments like this. Lily Ag scores one of the most important goals they have ever scored. I hope someone's got the champagne on. I didn't know what I've just done. I don't know what we've just done. Barrett for Ireland into the area. Topo! And when you think back to Liberty Hall in 2019 and the stand that was taken by the woman beside me and so many players out on that pitch, it changed the course of Irish football history. I can't believe it. We've finally done it. 82,000 people, that's going to be something else. There'll be a hell of a lot of Irish in that and it'll be a hell of a game as well. They are going to the World Cup Finals. <laughs> yeah, let's go straight to Australia. Kathy McNamee, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. How are we? Oh, total emotion now. I know. Emma sent me that little preview. She was like, if I send it to you beforehand, you may not cry alive on air. Uh, what a day. You can see behind me the stadium just before we came on air. I could hear the band inside practicing around Naveen. It's a whole song. And I was standing here and I had like a little moment of just being like, wow, this this is really happening. We're really here. We are mere hours away from kickoff and all the excitement and all the build-up is brought us here. Uh, have you bumped into people today? Are you seeing people? What's your sense of how much of a takeover we might be able to affect? Uh, definitely Central Sydney was majority made up of Irish people today when I was wandering around. Uh, I was over at Sydney Opera House and I was chatting to fans. There was one woman who convinced 17 members of her family to fly over from Connemara. She's been based here for a couple of years. Other people are just getting in yesterday morning. I was over at one of the big Irish pubs, uh, the Mercantile, and that was absolutely hopping. It was funny. I went there last night and it was very quiet. There wasn't really anyone around. And then today they had massive screens outside. Everyone was singing. There was chanting. It was just a really, really good vibe. Everyone was really excited. A lot of people who are based in Australia, but maybe not Sydney. Um, so a lot of people have flown from Melbourne, some have come from Perth, some have come from Adelaide. And yeah, it's re- here at the moment, actually, I have to say there isn't all that many Irish people, and I suspect it is because they're probably still enjoying the pubs and the life that Sydney has to offer. Maybe in the next couple of hours, we'll see a few more of them. It's mostly Matildas, but definitely from what I've seen around Sydney, there's going to be a lot of people today. How's the weather, Kathleen? Is this going to suit us? Uh, the weather is nice at the moment. It's been very warm all day. And then at the, in the night, it tends to get quite cold. So it was quite similar yesterday. It was freezing by the time it hit eight o'clock. So and nothing that we aren't going to be too used to, I think. We'll be all right. I've just got some Irish fans giving me a big thumbs up here as they watch by as well. Bring them over there. <laughs> bring, them, bring them all over. Um, so they're streaming in now. So it's a nice colour contrast. Green versus yellow. It's going to stand out a mile. We'll be able to do the counter afterwards. Gavin Comsky yeah, reporting this morning, it, Kathleen, about 75,000 expected rather than the 83,000. Do you have any idea of the breakdown? Yeah, uh, from what I've heard, I think it's probably going to be 
like pretty much they expect around twenty five thousand Irish, and really? that's not that's including obviously, but that's including people who are over here already. So like people who are kind of like have bought tickets through clubs and stuff. Yeah. Be, like I've met so many people who are you know Irish living here who have like either got family to come over for this in particular, or have literally gathered all their friends together, no matter what part of Australia they're in treating this as like almost a massive St. Patrick's Day party and an opportunity to like gather, get together and really enjoy it. So that was the upper figure that I was quoted. It could be, I'd say it's probably closer to maybe like eight, 17, 18,000, but you never know. Well, <laughs> all very capable of making a lot of noise. And I guess like um, in New York in 94, one of the big things was this kind of uh, intake of breath from the team when they got out and they were like, hang on a sec, we've taken over the stadium, giant stadium. So if we could have a similar moment like that in advance of kickoff where suddenly the Australians are like, oh, this, uh, this is not what I expected. That might be a little bit helpful. Yeah. Because, look, it, it's been, as we've been talking about, uh, it has been quite the roller coaster. And, you know, for the last couple of days, people have been like, oh no, what's going to happen here? This could go pear-shaped. And then the day is here and we have the stupidity of fans. We're like, actually, you know what? Maybe we'll do the yeah. this today. <laughs> there was a lot of optimism around the place whenever I was speaking to people. And like, in fairness, these are the hours where you sink into your optimism, you sink into the history that you're witnessing, you sink into the absolute joy and pleasure that it is getting to see people so far away from home celebrate all the great things that it means to be Irish and celebrate this team as well. I mean, you know, people... It was quite funny when I was at the Irish pub, I was kind of just like standing outside their outdoor area. Then really, like hadn't said anything and I was going to go up and ask a few people for an interview and pulled out the off the ball mic. And it was so funny. It was like an instant reaction. Everyone was like, off the ball's here, off the ball's here. I want to go on off the ball. And like these, a lot of the people have been over here for anything between two years to 10 years. But having that connection to home, they're, they automatically are like, can I, come on, I want to like chat to the lads. Um, I also very funnily ran into a lot of Monaghan people, including our very own Shane Hannan's coach, who dropped him as captain, who was over here at the oh, moment. Right. I don't think he even told Shane he was coming. Uh, but yeah, this Monaghan man just came up to me and said, Kathleen? And I was like, yes, who are you? And he was like, oh, I'm best friends with Shane Hannan. So there you go. I know he's not there today. I was like very upset. I was like, oh, perfect opportunity to bring Monaghan literally everywhere we go, but you cannot escape it. Wait now, Kathleen, did you say he's best friends with Shane Hannon, but he also dropped him as captain? That's what he told me. So I don't know um, what the vibe actually was between the two of them, but uh, yeah, so they're very close. So. What's good Shane's taking this in an hour's time from down the country? E- ex-best friend. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so apart from our expectation now, the atmosphere is going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, tell us what has the last 24 hours given you in terms of your thinking about how the game will go and what we should expect in terms of game flow like we were previewing the game yesterday and uh, the Australians are a world class counter-attacking team there's not going to be too much counter-attacking that they're doing in terms of they will control possession they will control the flow of the game today and maybe the low block is the thing that will frustrate them well, I think if you look at even what a lot of the international media taking our green glasses off are saying is that this Irish team will probably frustrate Australia for a while, but that eventually Australia may crack us. I'm still slightly pessimistic about today. I've been predicting a 3-1 result for Australia. I think we can hold out for a little while, but I do think that the Australian team, as you say, is just, they have that little bit of edge and skill and quality that I don't know do we have in depth in our team. Um, I do think they are a little overconfident coming into 
thing, considering like how they performed and say the which was like less than a year ago. So I hope you can hear all the little Matilda fans behind me screaming and having getting their Aussie tears in. Uh, so yeah, I think it's going to be a really tough day. Um, the team seemed to have been preparing nicely. They went for a wander around Sydney Harbour earlier, and then I heard that a few of the other ones were just kind of chilling among themselves and just making sure that they were enjoying and soaking up the atmosphere, but also not letting it get to them too much. So tomorrow or tonight is going to be very interesting. I mean, I walked out onto the pitch yesterday and I was like, whoa, this is a lot bigger than I expected. Um, so hopefully them being able to walk around the pitch tomorrow last night means that they're not too overawed by it when it comes to it. Not to get like too analytical now because we're in a party mode here, but like Australia's form this year, Kathleen beating England, Spain, Sweden, scoring 26, conceding just five. You say you have an air of pessimism around you, maybe a 3-1 defeat. Like day of the game, what do you think Ireland can do or need to do to upset that prediction? Um, Realistically, I, think I suppose. it's going to be... I think realistically it is going to be that low block. I think it's going to be making sure that we are defensively completely solid. I think we need to make sure we don't just focus on Sam Kerr because there are so many attacking threats in that team. Um, and also taking our chances when they come. One of the things that we talk about with this team so much is like, where where are the goals going to come from? Where are we going to get the scores? So whether it's a set piece or whether it's a break and play where we manage to counter ourselves, we need to make sure that we are clinical in all those situations if we're ever going to get out of here with the results. Uh, okay, you, you mentioned that there were you caught up with some fans. We have some of the the, uh, the video of that. Just an average Friday night out in Sydney. See, I've never been, but <laughs> is it? That's what it's like. It's is funny. It? I actually just coming here, guys, where I am. So this is the family that I interviewed earlier today. Bridget, I don't know. Can you see them there in the distance? Just There's about a family of seventeen, and they're just walk. Yeah, they're just walking in like a proper little troop. They're singing. They're chanting, providing some of the Irish vibes. So are they you coming know, over to you? That, I think around here. Are they coming over too? It's like 28 days later there, isn't it? They're kind of coming in a big pack. <laughs> it's uh, and a, a nice three hours before kickoff as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, there still is quite a lot of time to go before kickoff, so I think people are probably just enjoying things a bit more. Uh, there is actually quite a lot to do around here. There's lots of food venues. There is very awkwardly a concert happening just behind me, and there's one guy rapping and playing. <laughs> two people sitting on a bench and he's like giving it socks on the stage and there's just two people watching uh, and then we have like a bar area there's lots of opportunities to kind of like play games you know with footballs and then of course they have like the FIFA store is absolutely jammers like, we talked a little bit about it on the World Cup show last night the fact how hard it is at home to get memorabilia not an issue in Sydney everywhere you go is front and centre Matilda's merchandise Various other countries as well that are in Ireland's group and are playing in Sydney and plenty of FIFA stands around the place. So it's great to see. Okay. Uh, You've been covering this team for many years at this point. It's all coming up to uh, two, three hours and 20 minutes before the national anthem rings out. Like, it's very difficult for us to fully encapsulate the distance the team has travelled. How are you feeling? 
emotional. Like I woke up this morning and it was strange. It didn't feel real. I was sitting with Emma Duffy downstairs and, you know, we're probably in the written press pack and then the broadcast digital side. Like we've kind of been one of the few women along with say Ashling who've been following this team. Oh, can you hear the national anthem? It's going again <laughs> in the background. Uh, we're one of the few women who've been covering this team constantly. And for us in particular, it's just, it's so massive today. You know, we were just sitting there having our breakfast, looking at each other, being like, we're actually here. We're in Australia. Today is such a momentous day for the team, but it's also a momentous day for everyone who's followed them, everyone who's loved them, everyone who's supported them. You know, this is the day that I'm going to look back to the rest of my career and be like, I was there. Even talking about it now, I feel like I'm getting choked up a little bit, but like, I'm here in Sydney about to watch this team become the first ever Irish women's team to compete in, a na- in an international tournament. And like, it's just, I don't actually think words can describe what I feel right now in terms of the pride of Ireland, the pride of this team, and just the fact that they've fought so hard to get here. It's never been an easy road. And there are so many legends that have to, we have to pay tribute to in that journey too. There's, you know, Emma Byrne, who's on the Koi podcast. There's your Karen Duggins. There's Olivia O'Toole. You know, this is for every player who's ever put on the green jersey. For And this is for every person in Ireland who knows what it means to be Irish, who loves sport. Even if you don't love sport, it doesn't matter. It's a great day. <laughs> I actually think it's not just going to be a day you remember for the rest of your career. It's a day you're going to remember for the rest of your life. And, and like, football is the game of the people on a global level. And it's not the Euros we've qualified for. It's an actual World Cup. We're one of the top 32 teams in the world. It's an incredible acceleration of the process and you really really hope that the opportunity here isn't missed and we're starting to see corporate Ireland wake up to the value of supporting the team I really hope the government actually row in and give more than a half million that they promised to the women's grassroots game in particular and there seems to be a movement towards back in football properly because it really is the sport of the people and uh, you know this is the start of something hopefully Definitely. And I think when you talk to any of the fans out here or the people who have traveled an insane amount to be here, you talk to them and they're like, where else would you want to be right now? I mean, like the vibes are incredible. You get to say you were a little part of history. You get to say that you watch Katie McCabe lead an Irish team out in front of 70, 80,000 people. Like that doesn't happen. That, that has never happened for this team. And like, it's one of the biggest moments in Irish history is just a few hours away. And as you say, I really hope the team can grab it. I hope they can enjoy it. I think it'll probably be a while before they'll actually let it sink in. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a sensational place to be right now. And I feel very fortunate to be witnessing it. Well, look, we'll let you go off and mingle. Thanks a million for helping to set the scene. Uh, three hours out from kickoff. Can't no worries. Chat to you later. Go on. See ya. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from off the ball.